0: This episode of the Leading Me Legendary Podcast is brought to you by Vinyl Me, Please. Join their Record of the Month Club at www.joinvmp.com slash LABL. Let me live out my dream. Let me live out this what I intended to be. If you got on me, then I can probably see what well, my success is not what you expect me. All right, check, check, check. Y'all tuned in to another episode of the Labl Podcast, aka Leading Be Legendary. I'm your host, Name Tag Alexander. I don't know why I took a pause like that when saying the title of the show. Uh, we back at it. <laughs> By the time y'all hearing this episode, it should be May 2018, which is officially. Urban Podcast Month. Shout out to AJ and SJ uh, from the College of Hip Hop, a.k.a. the Connected Experience Podcast. I say a.k.a., but also, whatever. Y'all get it. Anyway, May is officially right. Urban Podcast Month. We we declaring it Urban Podcast Month. Nobody had to tell us. We didn't wait. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you know what? Those, those cats in the urban community are... No. This is what it is. It's Urban Podcast Month because we said so. A lot of good things going on. We back at it. It's been a minute for me. You know, I've been waiting to drop episodes. I I drop pretty much whenever the fuck I please. I'm an MC. I You know, I got to do music. Family, man. I got a child. So, you know, I don't, I don't just, I mean, no excuses. I just, I mean, my content per se, I just feel as though I don't per se need to drop weekly or because it's not like I'm wanting to keep up with pop culture all the time. Anyway, before we get into it, we got Dean Garcia back in here.
1: Yeah, hey, what up, though?
0: What up, though? You making your rounds. I heard you on the Connected Experience. I heard you talking a little bit, just a little bit. That was Hugo. Shout oh, out to yeah, Hugo. You know. That was his episode.
1: Yeah, shout out to Hugo, man. That was a little something. Shout out to uh, to the Connected Experience, too, man. Definitely. And definitely, definitely. So what's been going on with you, man? I know you say you're busy and stuff, and you can't really be podcasting because you got a kid and music, and what else you got going on? What's coming I up? Mean,
0: and just to kind of speak on that, it's just basically like I feel as though you you know the type of content I, I present on this podcast, and it's not necessarily anything where I feel as though I need to drop like a weekly or or it's biweekly. It's almost like okay, I, I it, it's like drop when you got something to say or you got something that you want to present. For example, we did the episode with Nicole Churchill. Shout out to her. Um, where was I wanted to talk about music licensing. You know what I'm saying So we did that episode We did the episode We did with uh What was it The playlist culture And the algorithms Or whatever Right So I, I think Those were like two I'm trying to kind of Stay in that pocket Where it's It's more so informative And then sometimes Of course We gonna shoot the shit And talk about What's going on In everyday life Cause Shit you know Our conversations Off the mic Be like damn That that would've been A dope podcast episode What was that Yeah so The microwave Another the
1: nah man you know my computer be making all kind of noise never mind that though shout out to my macbook one time
0: <laughs> nah mark Zuckerberg to tap into your macbook that's what it is nah <laughs> that's what it really nah is. brother
1: nah but you know I, this shit I, is crazy
0: I, I didn't really want to make this episode like super long but it's just like I, I wanted to kind of touch bases on this you had some interesting talk points but you know oh you asked what I had going on I kind of bypassed that my bad um mm. I just been writing, man. You know, I I have been telling you I tapped into that pocket to where it's like once I get into the rhythm, because I had lost the rhythm of actually like writing my rhymes. I would always only do it when I felt like, oh, okay, it's time to create a song. And really, I was like, well, you know what? Let me try to do it now to where I can write, and it's not necessarily for like an actual project or a song. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and you know, I think it that's one be- of the really cool My bad, go ahead
0: No, no, I was just gonna say It almost became like target practice, basically
1: uh-huh. Now, I was just thinking about what you were just saying About not necessarily having time to always shoot the shit Or you record the podcast or whatever And I gotta say, I think that's one of the really cool things about you dudes That you uh, do pretty good with the time management And that you actually mm-hmm. make time for all of this stuff so, you know, I know that you're working on a couple of things recording, but then I get in the car and I hear, you know, you and Beethoven in the background of a PAL commercial. Have we talked hey. about that already?
0: I think we mentioned it like light. We mentioned May of May. I had to go back and listen. I think I made light of it like on the last episode. But yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's weird. It's like the main It's iHeart radio, but like the main station that's playing it is like uh, 92.3 FM. Okay. I oh yeah, caught sense. a glimpse of it once, and the crazy thing is, Beethoven is saying he hear it all the time. And um, he's like, I'm tired of hearing it, you know, being funny, but I'm like, <laughs> man, I've only heard it like once. So mm-hmm. it's a big deal, you know what I'm saying? So that's a good look with uh, the Detroit Power League. They actually got their own, uh, what is it, Cornerstone Park, I want to say. So shout out to them for that, man. That's dope. That was a dope look just for them even reaching out to. To you know, to the music supervisor once again, Nicole Churchill, good people at Assemble Sound, just even deciding that they want to use that track. Like all these artists, you could have picked music from. It's like, nah, that's the one.
1: Mhm. Yeah. So yeah, shout you out to them for sure. And then that's kind of. Hey, I we, think you said uh cornerstone, right? So that's like the new place that used to be the old Tiger Stadium, right?
0: Yep. Yes, sir.
1: Hey, cool. And I, so I kind of want to talk about that for a minute because, you know, I grew up in Corktown, so that's one of my favorite neighborhoods over there, right in the Michigan and Trumbull area. Right. But it's so crazy because I know that we kind of want to get into, uh, into mental health a little bit today. And well, before we before we do that, kind of uh, kind of talk us up on what it is about mental health that you want to talk about.
0: OK, OK. You know what? I think the perfect. Uh, topic to discuss as far as mental health mm-hmm. um, and I said I was going to bring this up you thought I forgot Duh. <laughs> how blow were you to tell
1: me
0: <laughs> to tell me y'all this nigga said this nigga said Kanye West no you flat out said Timberland produced Timberland. the takeover beat we know how widely known Kanye West is for producing the takeover beat in fact he even said it absolutely on the song right. If you go back and revisit Blueprint 2, um point out the bounce, uh, what'd he say? You made takeover, do you got beef with Nas? That and that's before <laughs> I even knew who Kanye was as a producer. But let's just point out the fact that he said it. And then also, yeah. let's not mention the interviews that he's mentioned this in, and the fact that the debate was always takeover was the better oh, beat. God. A lot of people rocked with the ether be better. But the fact that people mm. will say, Man, Kanye killed that beat, and somehow. You said Timberland did the takeover and you, and you held I on did. to this point for a minute. I did. You even was like, Oh, let me look I, this well, up. Well, you know, I, like, I held on to it for about
1: five <laughs> minutes. I held on to it for about five minutes. But the Yo, original question. Like- <laughs> so look, so look. So the original question was, how high did I have to be to mistake that information? My
0: nigga.
1: And the, and the answer is pretty fucking high. So you remember that was like, Friday was 420? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I said, man, four... I don't know what they gave this nigga
1: though. <laughs> this I was pretty fucking high. So yeah, so and, so, so, and so that shit. is and so that is one of the ways that I kind of deal with like anxiety and mental stress. It's just, you know, kind of rolling up uh and so sometimes I say crazy shit like Timberland we'll say, produced everybody takeover.
0: Know, <laughs> <we'll> say, everybody <laughs> know. it was Otis. The same lead on my girl with the Temptations. Everybody know that shit. Say, it was, yeah, so. was though. <laughs> everybody, 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 come to see Otis. <laughs> That's gonna forever be funny, brother. That's gonna forever be hilarious.
1: Nobody came to see others So like so nobody came so. to see all
0: this I wonder how that really made him feel though. Like like really if that if that was really cause you know how people could over exaggerate shit for the movie's sake. But like if mm-hmm. that was really said in like real life, how could you feel like you know in the back of your mind like I am the I am a background singer, but damn I did have a huge part in putting this group together and this nigga gonna tell me. And I know he did I know he the dopest out the crew, but this nigga gonna tell me ain't nobody come to see me when that is a fact i mean niggas came to see the people came to see the temptations but clearly david ruffin was the star of the show so for the star of the show to literally tell you like ain't nobody come to see you (laughs) like damn (laughs) like like, i i hope that happened for real i hope that was just for the sake of the movie that was over exaggerated speaking of which you seen any audition film yet
1: You know I ain't seen the new edition film
0: yet. Ain't real, man. It's too much going on, man. I'm starting to question like a lot of your music credibility as, as as a person that's a part of this culture. Like I don't, I know it's somebody else out there that probably ain't seen it, but you specifically, Mm -hmm. because you also ain't seen Straight Outta Compton.
1: I also have not seen Straight Outta Compton. No, at this point, at this at this point, I've seen the movie, but like not all the way through in one setting.
0: Everybody listening, y'all got to get on him. Get on Dean, man. He ain't seen straight out of Compton, and he ain't seen the new edition film.
1: I mean, I ain't seen Black Panther either. If you just want to get all the way super 100 with it,
0: still kind of like fresh. Just a lot of people ain't saw that. That's coming Mm. to on demand and
1: DVD, Blu-ray. That shit made a billion dollars around the world. (laughs) Everybody except me didn't seen it. So like, what's your point? They
0: even (laughs) where's it at? Where they um where is it at where they uh opening up now to where they can actually like see movies and i forget where it was at there's another country yeah, that's somewhere, somewhere in actually... the world yeah and they like just you know specifically because how dope black panda was that's crazy but that's that's, that's kind of like a pass because that's still fresh but new edition story and straight out of compton mm. you on the clock hey, man, man was. Well, we weren't and supposed look, to record this episode, because I told you I said I wouldn't record until you saw the new edition film. You was like, all right, man, I'm gonna go in and watch it that weekend. What happened, 420 happened, and you you came out of here talking about Timberland did the takeover beat and still ain't seen the new uh, edition film.
1: Well, that's that was, what I'm trying to tell you, man. I had a pretty anxious weekend. Topics. It was it was pretty <laughs> uh It was almost too much, man. I almost I almost fired myself from a client. <sighs> Bugs, and it, it. It, was, it was it was pretty much downhill from there man it was just so you know we are independent creatives or whatever we like yeah, freelancers you ain't got to so name names people. Dude, we real but you don't have to name names of, to of, like
0: that. of course why would I name names I don't what know kind man You of- <laughs> ain't <laughs> You ain't seen the new edition of, film. I don't know what I don't know what you capable what, of to be honest. What kind,
1: of, what kind of person do you think I am? <laughs> Niggas You know, you all right, so you you wanna know why I haven't really seen the the new edition movie? What's that? Alright, so I shit you not, right? Mental health, right? Uh
0: uh-huh.
1: so back back in two thousand eleven, when I first moved home from Atlanta, and I was getting my freelance on as a uh as a publicist. Word. I ran into I ran into a lady who was who needed a bio for her son who was a rapper from around the city. And he's alright. He's probably still doing one thing or another, but you know. Enough about that. Uh she Word. hired she hired me to she hired me to write his biography and she was telling me about how she was down with New Edition and the BF ten and just on and on and on and on, right? And how Word. Biff 10 was supposed to be picking up her son and just just on and on so i'm like okay cool yeah whatever i just want to you know write my biography and get my little you know 50 75 dollars whatever i was charging at the time and then you know peace out but you end up meeting people that want to make things more than what they are be like yeah let's do this and that do this and that but then they never want to pay you and so as it turns out this lady who worked for New Edition and re- worked really close with Michael Bivens never paid me and just stopped taking my calls and when I hear the word New Edition I kind of think about that Like, That's <laughs> so, it's like, so, it's, so it's,
0: personal. it's like no, no offense nah, it's no personal. to them yeah no nah, it makes sense <laughs> <You're> <laughs> no, like, no offense to them that. I, ain't watching that. I ain't supporting y'all <laughs> damn <laughs> film on BNT for the simple fact I'm, that these <laughs> niggas connecting to Mike Bivens wasn't paying me so saying. how about that Somebody needs to run
1: my, somebody needs to run my chips. That's all. And so, and so, so I kind of had a similar experience over the weekend where, you know, I have a client who I'm really invested in. Cause just for everybody who's listening, if you've never heard me on the show before, I'm a brand manager. And so what I specialize in is helping, uh, like indie artists like Tag and other creative professionals. Get their shit together and make sure that they yeah. look good in front of their audience and audience and whoever their partners are. And the kind of stuff that I do doesn't come cheap. But uh, if I care about what's going on or if we have a personal relationship, you know, that kind of thing is always flexible. And over the weekend right. I just felt like I, I found myself in a situation where somebody was taking advantage of that flexibility and it just went downhill really from there like remember we talked about yeah. that off
0: the mic about like just time being of importance like time is really valuable you know what i'm saying so
1: time isn't valuable but make no mistake about it money is also valuable it's equally valuable oh, yeah, if not yeah. more because i could actually spend that shit so don't right. waste my time and play with my money and so that makes you do things like you know stay out all night on friday and you know you know show up to the crib drunk or you know whatever whatever you was on friday night to you know to kind of calm you down and help you cope and then sometimes you look up and that shit goes through the weekend and then you find yourself looking up on a sunday you know kind of trying to re-strategize and figure out how to not make the same mistakes and like so the only reason i talk about stuff like this is because i'm hundred thousand percent sure that i'm not the only person who has these types of experiences you know to a to a more or lesser degree, you know what i mean? Right. That's no, so, very
0: real. It is it, yeah. it's just, do you think that all falls under cuz this I'm I'm interested and I'm glad that it's being approached more in conversations especially in podcasts and like mental health. I think mm-hmm. what it is, there's this box that people put mental health in, anxiety, depression, they put it in this box that if you have any of those issues, and I don't even want to say an issue, if you have problems with mental health, depression, anxiety, it's like they put it in this box that you're crazy. And really, that's not the case. Even the other day, I even, I was thinking the other day, I said, shit, everybody fucking got anxiety and, and depression. Mm-hmm. Remember, I brought the conversation, what are you eating, bubble tape? Hmm. Does that's it sound a,
1: like I'm I
0: don't control? know, this is the first... Yeah, the first thing that came to my mind was like, this thing, is, you know, some bubble tape or something. Like, you literally had, like, the purple uh, thing they used to sell that shit. In. It was like, <laughs> no, I'm just doing a podcast. But uh, <laughs> um, it was just crazy because I've been to doctor appointments before, like, just for checkups. And they've been few and far in between, but I never once recall the, I guess we would say, the medical assistant asking, you know, giving you a test on anxiety or depression. I never recall that. So I'll say, mm-hmm. oh damn, this is serious. I recently went last week, and they asked me that. The medical assistant was like, "Do you have any problems with anxiety?" And I'm sitting there. This is right after I got the technic shot and everything. I'm just sitting there, and you know, they doing a, I'm getting the full checkup, the full physical and everything. So I'm in my gown, and she's like,
1: uh,
0: uh, "Do you have? Any? <laughs> I gotta paint the picture." She's like. Do you have any issues (laughs) as far as anxiety or depression? And it caught me off guard. I'm like, um, in fact, I do. As far as anxiety, yeah. And she started discussing like the levels of it. And I told her, I said, well, in my mind, you know, it's kind of weird because I felt like if it wasn't at one particular level, then it kind of really didn't matter. It was like, oh, you can you can sleep that off and deal with it. But there's levels to this shit to where it's like You worry about the smallest thing And I even said, she was like, where do you think it stems from? I'm like, damn, I'm just here for a checkup But it was like interesting that they was even digging that deep She said, we're required, she said, our practice They said, I don't know if all of them doing it But she like, our practice is required to give these tests You know what I'm saying, during checkups or whatever Because anxiety and depression, that all falls under your health Like mentally You're not just going to a doctor To get a checkup And see how Your blood is And and if you If you're physically intact Or nothing It's like well damn Mental health Falls under that Why not check that shit You know what I'm saying We offer services That help You know your insurance You cover it in there I'm like wow That's crazy So I really start She starts saying like What do you feel Gives you anxiety And I just start Saying like the things I say it's just like I worry about like the Things that are like Beyond my control And I was like, I'm trying to get better at it to where I can just be like, all right, if this happens, this is the next step. I'm getting better at acknowledging if if what could happen happens. Not I ain't saying no outrageous sitting like, damn, I could be I could be driving up the street and and the fucking road can blow up. Nah. I'm saying like shit there's where it's like it may (laughs) have happened before. Nothing outrageous, but okay, if it happens, how do we handle this problem? What's next? You know what I'm saying? Like it got to a point where I had, right? most of us got used vehicles, right? And I kept having these issues during the winter with my whip. And it got to a point where I was scared to drive, literally. I'm like Not not like in a sense of, Oh my god I'm so scared to get in the car And I'm, I don't want to close this door It was like just Fuck I don't want to be driving No it's just shit You happening. don't
1: want to get in the car <laughs> You know
0: what I'm saying Exactly And it's like You coming out of pocket again it just costs you every shit, time You every start time. that bitch up You know what I'm saying Like that type of bullshit yeah. And just the fact Another thing she said Where well, is there anything else Like she said, Cause yeah we I can understand that And she was like like She was like Life is hard She was just being real She was like Life is hard Like it's We out in this world We just dealing with it Day to day we anyway we dive further into it and i was like well i said my child my daughter she's five she's and i, I never really bring this up amongst people unless it's people i talk to consistently and i'm like the well, doctor asking like what else gives me anxiety i'm like well i know my daughter she's on the the spe, spectrum of autism right and that's a whole nother right. branch of anxiety because i know my daughter goes to school every day now Granted, she's in a class amongst children that are like her, but in that same building, there's other students that are not like her. You get what I'm saying? So, and then and then on top of that, <laughs> not everybody understands. Not everybody understands it. Autism Awareness Month has just passed, so that was that was interesting. I made sure I kind of put the word out about that. It's like I think people need to get familiar with that, like just getting more. Not even not necessarily saying get involved and do it, I'm saying like just to have that understanding because immediately when people hear that and this ain't even to go off like subject completely, but I'm just speaking to the sense of like how it gives me anxiety like it's like mm-hmm. people need to get an understanding of it because a lot of times if you mention like yeah i uh my child is you know she has autism or she's on the spectrum or whatever and it's like oh yeah and that'd be that or um you, you know people that might know somebody who has a child that have it or know somebody having. have it. i don't want to say they specifically grow out of it but there's things that can be done to like really work on you having a normal balanced life and that's i think that's what gives me anxiety that progress like okay i know at one she wasn't doing this but here we are now she's five and she's doing this now like there's a lot of strides and steps, right. but I know the progress. Sometimes it, it seems like it's moving fast and sometimes it's not. So just I think the the anxiety kicks in there where it's like, damn, I cannot fuck up. Nothing can happen to where I'm at fault. To where it's like, damn, I failed and now my child, you know what I'm saying? She relying on me. She relying on me and her mom, but at the same time more so there. are all relying Mm -hmm. on me and i well go ahead go ahead
1: yeah man you know that's something i i was just gonna say that's something that i think about regularly too i think something that we all can relate to is uh patience like the opposite of patience is anxiety or at least like the opposite of our experience with patience is anxiety because you know uh i just turned 30 about six months ago Work. and so like the whole year for 29 and really like every year since 25 it, it was the one thing that i thought about every day and i just kind of found myself fixating on a point on it to the point where it kind of immobilized me which was a really weird thing and it's just one of those things where like you said you know you you can't You feel like you don't have any wiggle room to fuck up or to make sure that you're not hitting the mark. And so, and so that definitely raised the stakes for you and it like opens your awareness and it kind of makes your, makes your eyes that much bigger and not necessarily in a good way because the more information we taking in, you know, the more information we had to process Mm -hmm. and like the way the, how fast we process information is really what hold us up a lot of the time I and mean, like how quick we can move on a decision and that's, but like you said if it's a risk if it's if it's the higher the risk the more the more time you want to take you know being considerate
0: exactly and that that's interesting because I did post the uh, um, this is the last Instagram post I made. Uh, recently, One of the recent Instagram posts, I should say. And it was basically, it was from Love And it was talking about how to recognize anxiety in yourself and others. And and uh, one thing I thought about when anxiety was that it was just based on worrying. Right? But apparently it was more to that. It was memory issues. Overthinking. We always joke about that shit like overthinking. Avoidance. Um, sweating for whatever reason. Like, damn, a nigga can't sweat. Uh, insomnia and not being able to sleep all the like, damn I got my nights where it's like I just be waking up and it be at a fucking particular time damn near all the time I'll be waking like shit I can't go back to sleep stomach issues uh say a rapid heartbeat headaches uh another trouble breathing constant worrying that's like the main culprit to me trouble concentrating another one uh lack of patience what well, we just spoke about what you just said needing reassurance oh shit that's-
1: well, yeah, that's, and that's definitely a deep one right there yeah. because that's, that's something where it's like you don't want to be too dependent on it, but you also kind of want to acknowledge right. that it's okay, that you like want to feel validated, that you want somebody to like big you up or exactly. recognize your hard work. And that's definitely something that we struggle with, especially as like artists. Or so, like one of the Hell things yeah. that I run into with clients a lot especially is like rappers and like whatever whatever their art medium is is that you know a lot of them will will create this stuff that they're really proud of but then don't want to talk about it because it's too vulnerable of a position for them to ask somebody to play their record (laughs) or to like or see what somebody think about their song you know what i mean but it all it's just it kind of underlines a confidence issue and like some past experiences because, you know, the last thing anybody want to do is not be taken seriously yeah. uh, in whatever your passion is. And so, like, if you if 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 your level of understanding is spamming Facebook or, you know, doing things that aren't necessarily appropriate, you know, then that could that could muck stuff up mm-hmm. for you because you're going to have somebody rea- reacting in a way that's going to discourage you from a. From like from expressing yourself,
0: you like damn here I and am from doing I'm what it is you think that. you should be
1: doing. You like
0: I put in all mm-hmm. this hard work and I create it from this personal <clears throat> place, and then you spamming the links on Facebook. Exactly. And people are like yo fam, I don't I don't really appreciate mm-hmm. you just sending me these random links without asking me to check out the music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you like well fuck like that happened enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I ain't saying I did it, but uh-huh. I'm just I ain't saying I've done it. But it's just like I I, mean, I get it because I see these artists doing that, and it's like I wonder like. Dog, why do they do that? Like, why do you feel like, let me just go ahead and shove this link at you? Like, hey, check this out. Like, shit mm-hmm. it happen all the time on Instagram. You see it. Like, hey, it'd be cool if you could yeah. go to my bio and hit the link and check out my song. Like, like shit, then you, yeah. you don't do it. But, you know what uh, but, I'm saying? but.
1: But part of the reason is because just people don't really—they they they're not confident. They don't feel comfortable talking about themselves, or or really just like being like, "Yo, I'm the shit," and you should listen to this. Yeah. Because it don't even necessarily always have to be about spilling your heart out or trying to get somebody to bond yeah, to a stop well. a sob story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like a lot of us should should be more comfortable saying that, especially coming from a place where we come from, because you know nine times out of ten, a nigga in Detroit. It's dope as shit, but you know, you have to, you gotta, you gotta be able to say it in order for anybody to believe you.
0: Like, need, like, the the whole need of reassurance thing, procrastination, those go hand in hand because that can make you hesitant to get the work done. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, if I get it, you know, I do it, I'll admit it. Like, I'll tell you, like, you, like, man, you should probably record this or you should do it. I'm like, man, I'm good. Cause, like, they ain't, I mean, I believe in shit being in demand, pardon me, but, At the same time, Mm -hmm. it used to be at a point where I was like constantly just releasing shit, but now I kind of got more quality control, as I should say, of like what I put out and when I put Mm -hmm. it out. Even with the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I I do that all the time too with y'all. Like, I reach out to you with DDT. Like, I know some shit is dope, and I'd be like, "Hey, y'all think I should put out a mixtape? Or y'all think I should do this?" And niggas be like, "Hey, do it! Like, just go ahead and do it." And meanwhile, I'm overthinking some shit. That's part of anxiety. i looking at all, if you go back and look at that post, I was just looking at all the symptoms and was like, fuck, man, I got like shitty anxiety. That is crazy. Like, just realizing how bad it was. I was like, man, by then I had already had the doctor's appointment, so yeah. I ain't really, you know, I ain't had them, them symptoms to break down to her then, but damn. Yeah.
1: Right. Now, so and like some of the stuff is a trip because it's almost like you don't it could be anything. It could be a bad diet or it yeah. could be anxiety or it could be like he was drinking too much just based on the symptoms that you were naming. And like it's like some of the stuff, like the, the regular stuff that you expect, like shortness of breath and sweaty palms and like inability to focus. Mm-hmm. Like those aren't necessarily things that, that like those aren't my symptoms of anxiety. But like procrastination are or like not being able to advocate for myself is what they call it. Like, you know, giving people one too many chances, stuff like that, because you don't want to approach a confrontational oh, yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, we were just talking about and, that like, when I was like, you, you can't save I mean? everybody.
0: Like, I mean, me and my brother, you've had that conversation. But uh, like, dang, it's like people you could believe in so much. But at some point you got to be like, I can't save everybody. You know, But mm-hmm. you have it in your mind, like, damn, I want so to put everybody on.
1: Absolutely. And, and like, and so, especially because the type of work that we do, mm-hmm. and like, nobody's any stranger to it. It's just that, uh, like, for, for one, collaboration is a big part of our work. And for two, keeping everybody interested in order to make sure that collaboration happens is like the second biggest part. Because, you know, it takes like three people to make a song, yeah. unless you like a rapper, producer, engineer. And, if everybody's not on the same page, just like to it's like, you know, five to 10 people who goes into throwing an event or shooting a video or like anything that you want to do to make money or to make a difference in your life. You usually need a team. And what we find a lot as creatives is that we have a hard time working with people. And so we think that like shutting up and being a quiet, being quiet about shit is the way to go. Or we think that being loud and demanding is, is the way to go. That's a dope segue What you was about to say. Because,
0: Cause I I think you posed that question. It was like interesting how you some about the coping mechanisms early. Speaking of which, shout out to the coping mechanism by Hugo Biggs. That's a dope EP. Check it out. Shout out to you, Hugo. Yes. Um, it, it's interesting how you brought that up because, like you, you said, the creative process. Like, do you feel as though creating as a group altogether is just discouraging hip hop? Because we already know how to go with the writing shit. Like, oh, he ain't write his own shit. He ain't dope. Or and mm-hmm. and then on top of that, like, how do we defer from making sure We're still individuals, but, you know, and and alienating ourselves. How do you defer that? Because, like you said, by not wanting to work, work in a group, you alienating yourself, right?
1: Right. And so I think that one of the ways that we defer from it is just like, so I always start at the beginning anytime I'm trying to find a solution for any problem. And so when I think about the origins of hip hop and stuff like that, it wasn't shit, but a whole bunch of poor motherfuckers trying to figure out how to come up together. And so if some, one person had the lyrics, but another person had the voice and the swag, and if somebody else had some dance moves and you had a DJ, then that's just what it was. And down. you guys moved as a unit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying exactly fucking exactly because mm-hmm. it's a true story right mm-hmm. so, <laughs> but it's but it's real shit and like and so what people forget about stuff like that and like why all of these hip hop programs are so important right now is because they tell a real story right. about some shit that happened 50 years ago and it's just so it's, it says a lot that we are still having this conversation about individuality in a way that's different than talking about what the individual can do for the whole like everybody want to be an individual because they want because they want all to shine, Right. but you know, to, it just so happens and, that. And speaking
0: as far as the writing uh, shit, just to just to kind of punch in with that, um, more power to the people that is getting help to like write and create a song. I say this shit all the time, like that be another part that hold up the process. I'm like, man, it's like I hate writing hooks. <laughs> I tell niggas that all the time. I said I hate coming up with hooks, <laughs> but nah, I'm gonna ge- I'm gonna keep it 100. <laughs> yeah. Like. Ma- all if not all of my hooks i've thought of them if not majority i would say because i'm pretty sure've i've done features where the feature has of the hook um I'll give you an example how the on lane hook came about quick story uh my I heard that beat I was like i want mod on that right I knew his how diverse he could be mm-hmm. with with doing uh with recording with writing rhymes and and coming up with song concepts so I sent that to him. I said, "Hey, I need a hook for this. I don't need a verse. I just need a hook, all right." And he sent back the hook, and it was mumble, and he put like a little auto tune effect on there. I was like, "What the fuck?" At first, but I, it was like, I, <laughs> "I like, damn, it's my boy's playing. But I kept listening to it. I was like, "It was literally mumbling. It was, it was like really no words. It was like you, you heard a little bit of it." So i was like, "Okay." Mm -hmm. immediately I felt the way I felt the way because I was not in a bad sense but I felt the way because I was like damn he done mumbled the fucking hook and I was like I could be lazy and keep it but then I was like me just having a hook where it's just mumbling that ain't my style and I was Mm -hmm. like okay I could either create some words around this so what I did was I took the words I could make out through the mumbling right and I built the hook around Mm -hmm. it I re I referenced it and recorded it even though mind you he came up with this melody or that own lane is all my and uh, um, I forget which part uh, when they see me I'll be going in the wind and then like it count me out again if, if, y'all have to hear own lane for the people that's listening what the fuck is he talking about go listen to it it's own lane it's on all the platforms where you listen to and buy your music or whatever Hello Victory EP is what it's on produced by Beethoven Black Beethoven but anyway I had to plug that right quick, but those were the few right words that he used and and had in the mumble, and I was like, okay, I can build. I gotta build something around it. He's saying, count me out again, and then he's saying, going in the wind. I don't know what the fuck like how to. So anyway, I sat there. It took me about like an hour, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. Sent it. I referenced it, recorded it in the studio, and I was like, I don't like my voice doing the hook. So I sent it back, and I'm like, yo, this is what I got. Um, if you could redo that with those words, I wanted to make sure the words went whack. Like, let me know what you think. If you could redo it with those words, he like bet. I think within like a couple of days, he shot it back to me. Song got mixed. There's the song. So it was weird because it turned out to be a dope song with what I was skeptical about because I'm like, damn, I, I technically feel like I got to give another, a writer credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm so used to creating my mm-hmm. own hooks. And my own verses Like I still create my own verses Let's not get it twisted But When it comes mm. to hooks I I hate having to come up with hooks I say this all the time About Common I said Common got through A whole fucking career Without really having I ain't heard a lot of Common Like new shit Since uh, Nobody Smiling But I'm like Common got through A damn career mm. Without having to do hooks He's normally had Scratches and cuts Somebody else doing it
1: Yeah he like <laughs> the beat ride You
0: know Or that You know what I'm saying So <laughs> If you uh-huh. think about it
1: uh-huh. But but that's crazy though. And so, and so like, but that's an example, that's another example of collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. It's like knowing your strengths and weaknesses. And if you know that your strength isn't hooks, but you know that you got somebody that you can team up with, then why would you like take the opportunity to create some dope shit off the table? And then look at like the response that you got for Online, right? Yeah. Like that's like a, that's one, that, that's, that's one of them. That's one of them shits, right? Yeah. Right. And so, and so like, so think about like, so think about how we treat Drake, right? And just anytime he drops a song, it's super speculation about how many people helped him write it and who was in the studio. It, just enjoy the song and, but also don't disrespect what that artist's process is because, like we saying, especially as creators, a lot of the time creating, even though it's a job for us, is also how we cope. And you can't really judge people, you know, making decisions on what's best for, you know, for their mental health or for their pockets. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Exactly. Like, you don't listen. So. Nobody listens to the, um, <laughs> wait, is the song called Know Yourself with the, uh, I was running? Do the six With my walks. That shit Like Niggas So y'all telling me Niggas listen to that I want that Bugatti Just to hurt Niggas listen to that And be like Man He ain't write this shit man Nigga It's a fucking melody It's a fucking hook Like I'm pretty sure Like the verses Where Drake really just spazzing I think he's writing that But the hooks and shit Like the hits Mm. He probably He ain't writing all that Or he probably Just getting a flat out Reference track And just rolling Mm. with it It is what it is. I think,
1: and so, and so this is, so this is my take (laughs) on like artists at Drake level, right? Uh, And this is the same thing for like Kanye, because like, no diss, but you can go back to around somewhere between like 2008 and 2010 when Big Sean was working on the Finally Famous album, but you go back and you, and you hear those, uh, those Kanye oh, yeah, Guest yeah, yeah. verses on certain songs, and you'd be like, damn, that sounds well, you, like Sean's club. Uh, uh,
0: right? Am I mistaken or am I not? See, all you know what graduation. I'm saying? Um,
1: well, you know, I never, I never really even considered, but that that makes sense.
0: Yeah, remember, like, if you think about graduation, like, the yeah. whole, uh, yo, it got to be because I'm seasoned, haters hey, give me them salty looks. Lowries. Like, come on now. Like, mm-hmm. you don't think that's Sean? Like, I didn't, oh, we yeah. wouldn't think about it then, but then when it really came out, it was more, it became more surface that Kanye mm-hmm. was getting help. And then, especially when I si had a prince broken down, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, maybe niggas ain't mm-hmm. really writing full out verses for Ye all the time. But some of these shits, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what was the one, Joy? That's the
1: one. Well, but shit. so, so, I, cause I was, I was going somewhere with that because that's what I was about to say. So like, you could take a nigga like Kanye, who we know can write on his own and we know that can, who can produce, but at the same time has had ghost writers and ghost producers because of the size of his brand and what it takes for him to stay competitive, yeah. but also like, but also like keep that, uh, Nigga, It's like it's like when Oreos drop a new Oreo. Right. So, you know that the classic one is the shit hands down. But like because the Oreo brand is on the is on the package, you might fuck with a red velvet Oreo or a golden Oreo. You know what I mean? And so that's the same thing that you experience when you start getting up there with like Kanye and Dr. Dre and Diddy. It's like it's not that these niggas don't have talent, it's that they have to run a business exactly. and so that they have to put some other things in place to ensure quality control.
0: Exactly. It becomes but a brand. we you get, get caught up with this. Whole tr- trust. How are you going to trust my brand if I'm so I can't really give you quality because I'm if it's not consistent, it ain't consistent oh shit that just right. goes back to what we were saying earlier at the beginning when i was talking about like yeah you know i gotta focus on quality when you were saying it like yeah is you still <laughs> managed to do it man hey listen y'all i need hooks like i can get a lot more songs done if you just <laughs> send me hooks <laughs> like for real and i gotta tell you look,
1: probably get a lot more everything done for an
0: example like these podcasts we've been doing what did i what did i say when i reached out to you i said damn man like i i would be more apt to podcast more if I had like a, a um, what did I say like a, a produced show, not produced in the sense like, all right, at this time we're gonna get on and we're gonna say it at this point, but at least to have like a a structure of like how we want to go about the show, and I was like, man, I I got I gotta just reach out and kind of get some help, man, like like for real, like niggas do it all the time. <laughs> Remember, I was telling, you, I was like, if you look at certain podcasts, you'd be like. Damn, I thought it was just my man's just holding it down. They be having hell and he's like, okay, yeah, so and so, he got the camera. So and so, he come up with the topics and we give our input or whatever. Like, I was just looking at the Joe Button podcast. I'm looking like, oh, all these niggas contribute to this? <laughs> like, I thought, you know I'm thinking? Like, maybe it's just Joe yeah, and man. Rory and Maul or something. No, it's like they got a, it's a team. And that's why the show, that's why that show is dope. That's why the Brilliant Idiots is dope. That's why, shit, that's why I feel like uh, the podcast we listen to in Detroit is dope. NWP uh random tuesdays even uh who else oh shit the connected experience you got shows uh shop yeah. talk another one shop talk podcast shout out to them like it shows that i listen to and i'm like damn them niggas are like a team and i knew i was like okay remember i said it i was like don't i keep saying remember i said it like the, the listeners was there when i told you this shit like remember remember, remember <laughs> we was there remember but no like i remember i told you that i was like uh <laughs> i said I don't want to go the route with podcasting like how I did with my career as a music artist, because I put off help for so long that it's like, you know, like niggas start probably feel oh, shit. Tag got it. He good. He can do it on his own. You know what I'm saying? And that really delays your process. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I'm telling anybody out there that, that strong will independent shit is cool, but you need a team. And I'm not necessarily saying a team, like as far as your, Who's your brand manager and who your publicist is and who booking your show? I'm talking about like a team as far as like even that creative process. Unless you just that fucking dope, you know what I'm saying? Like to where it's like you just yeah. got it. Cause shit. Let's take a Kendrick for example. You think he sat up there and, and wrote all up to pimp the butterfly and just oh, and he even guided the niggas that was producing the shit as far as the band, the live instruments and everything. No, that shit was I mean, an effort.
1: He, I mean, he probably did, but he probably was like trying to kind of like a musical director but also that nigga don't know how to play no instruments so whether he was directing them or chopping it you know yeah so definitely exactly that and so like we kind of we kind of get trumped up on what our abilities are and try to do everything instead of just prioritizing what it is we really good at and then just letting somebody else get the shine exactly
0: that all contributes, and, and that and
1: that shit'll make you anxious in exactly. and of itself. <laughs> I was about
0: to say that itself is important about this, as far as being an entrepreneur. Period. That all falls under that. That that's that can that can fuck with your psyche. Like you just like, damn, I gotta get this shit. It's so much music I be wanting to put out, but I be like, okay, it gotta be good. I'm not. I don't want to be that artist no more. Where it's like, fuck it, I did a song, let me put it out. It's like, nah, I gotta be good. That shit needs to be like, hey, that's dope. I, I respect, cause people start respecting the fact more that you took your time. You know what I'm saying before just dumping the product out there. Like it's, is is it gets to a point where like niggas just throw anything out there. Period. So I, I, I don't I want to be that that cat. And- For listeners of the Lead and Be Legendary podcast, Vinyl Me Please is a vinyl record of the month club, one of the dopest record clubs in fact. Every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection and sends it out to thousands of members worldwide. So basically, what's done is they celebrate one dope vinyl record every month and deliver an exclusive pressing of it right to your door. They'll also include an original 12 by 12 album-inspired artwork and, and a cocktail recipe to sweeten the deal even more. What else is included? You get special edition vinyl records you're not going to get anywhere else, flat out. Get it? Because vinyl was flat alright whatever when they say special edition it means exactly that vinyl me works closely with both the record label and artists to come up with something you actually can't find anywhere else so i'm talking colored vinyl custom lyric books exclusive artwork personal notes from the artists and much more the only thing that you won't have a surprise for each month is how much you end up just vibing to the music obviously though as far as the membership it has flexible and easy memberships that work for you We know that trusting someone else, well, I guess that kind of depends on who they are, but trusting someone else to curate or let's just say put together your record collection can turn out kind of whack. You've had your whole life to fine-tune your taste, and we certainly don't want to get in the way of that. That's why they have swaps. At Vinyl Me Please, with swaps, you can exchange a feature record with one from the VMP archive or a limited set of store titles. This way, even though you're trying new things, you won't be forced to take a title you already have or know in advance it isn't right for you. That plus, there's no contract, no strings, no guilt trips. You really can cancel at any time. It's no hidden fees either. And most importantly, top shelf customer service to make sure you get the answers and help you need as soon as humanly possible. To join our record club, go to www.joinvmp.com LABL. Again, that's www.joinvmp.com LABL to join Vinyl Me Please today. The link is in the episode's description.
1: And so what else do we have over here? And so, oh, yeah. So crazy-ass celebrities, right? Or celebrities who sound crazy Mm -hmm. but actually be saying some real stuff. And one of the things that reminded me of that was I think you and me was talking about Jim and Andy. Have you seen that?
0: No. What is Jim and Andy? I think I asked you. You might have said it.
1: So. Oh, yeah. So Jim and Andy is this documentary about Jim Carrey playing a guy named Andy. I think his name was Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that sure. Yeah. He played My Man's was on but Taxi, was, yeah. I think. <clears throat> yeah. He played My Man's on Taxi. But, you know, uh, I guess Andy Kaufman was kind of crazy. And so, it was like the perfect road for Jim Carrey right. because in the movie you find out that Jim Carrey kinda just kinda lived like this super kinda offbeat alternative type of lifestyle. Or he'll like go in the middle of the field and holler to the universe that he's ready for whatever his blessing is, or like, oh, and so like the the crazy part about the movie is that basically he he was uh so method acting or character acting is basically when you your character on set for the whole time. And when Jim Carrey was shooting the movie about Andy Kaufman's life, uh which is what the documentary is about, uh he was Andy the whole time. And so he was doing crazy shit on set, like driving, like golf carts into the trailers and like flipping shit over. I know, but it was, but it was for the role. It was like, and he was saying that he couldn't help it. He just kind of disappeared into it. And so, but he also said that how he dealt with trauma in his life was he always manifested a role that would help him process whatever was going on. So like when he did the Truman Show, he felt like, like you like know movie. he was in like a
0: that's just that no, like all thing of his up,
1: roles right? he said, uh, uh, all of his roles were connected to something that was going on psychologically or mentally with him that he was trying to process whether it was like the death of a family member or going through a breakup And as a matter of fact he said i think he was going through a divorce or a breakup when uh when he did eternal sunshine a spotless mind uh-huh. and you know that whole movie is about erasing the memory or your memory of uh, falling in love with somebody?
0: Oh shit! I've never seen this movie where the fuck you did know what come I'm up?
1: saying? <clears throat> yeah, shit's shit's crazy, bro. And so like, uh and like so, this is like where it get really cool, right? Because that shit reminds me of Janae Aiko's first album, which had two songs on there. What
0: the eternal something?
1: Eternal sun, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. And Janae Janae Aiko's first album, like the first official one, had a song called Eternal Sunshine and a song called Spotless Mind. And that was kinda how I actually got put onto what the movie is. But just kinda like the way the way that Janae Aiko and like even Frank Ocean and those type of people use movies and like classic pop culture to express themselves emotionally, that's a form of coping.
0: Yeah. I I gotta see this movie But we'll fuck around
1: and hate on some shit like that
0: (laughs) Oh them niggas is crazy So like
1: You know what I'm saying So basically
0: just to sum it up Like this is the way I'm processing You saying like to deal with certain shit He would kind of become A role that he once played Basically
1: Well no like So so, you know I believe in like metaphysics And like manifestation and all of that type of stuff And, like, I'm still pretty Christian for anybody who's listening, but, like, that goes with it. And so one of the things that Jim Carrey talks about in this movie... Is about any time that he was going through something in life, he would always end up with a role that would help him kind of process whatever was going on in his personal life. Mm. So it wasn't that he would it wasn't that he would become these characters to solve the problem. Right. It's that the universe, through the laws of manifestation, would give him these roles so that he could like is, is explore like his real life through his work.
0: It's almost like perfect time. Exactly. Like, That's crazy.
1: And so like, and so like, so a lot of stuff like that happened to me too. And I think you and I had conversations where you'd be like, man, I was just talking about that or yeah, I was just thinking yeah. about that. And it's like, and it's like, you know, you could tell somebody that, or like, if, like, we could say that, you, we could say it in a way that's relatable to everybody. Like, yeah, man, I was just thinking about that, or I was hoping. But like, if you say something like, yeah, man, I was really, and I had really set my intention to make this happen, or I was it's really, like, you know, <laughs> focusing on manifesting this opportunity, people be like, hey, nigga, what is he talking about? It's like when
0: I had to correct you huh? and let you know, <laughs> not to go back to it when I was like, <laughs> when I had to let you know that, Dog Timbaland did not do the takeover beat. I was like, the Lord put I literally said to y'all, I like, the Lord put it on my heart. To get in contact with you. The Lord you did know. put it on your heart. Like, no, Kanye West did that. You know?
1: That was important. Hope did that. So But that wasn't you because I didn't go go know. That. <laughs> that wasn't because I didn't know, though. That was because the Lord wanted you to tell me to stop smoking so damn
0: much. <laughs> Lord. Like I said, well, damn. That's crazy, though. So I wonder, like was was it the law of manifestation where they gave Denzel the role to play Alonzo like was he going through something that need that required him to have to play this role you know cuz like, he bodied that role so <laughs>
1: I mean, probably, probably, and I and I think that's just kind of because, like, take you for instance, right? And like when you and I have talked about, you know, how far you've come as far as putting more of your personal life in your music, yeah. and it's just something—it's it's either something that you come right out the gate with, or that you have to grow mm-hmm. into. And so, and like so, one of the things I think that people enjoy about Kendrick Lamar is that like he came out the gate just like throwing his whole yeah. personal self, or at least what we thought was his whole or at personal least from self, the perspective of into others,
0: the me- It was just a lot of introspective shit we was getting from him.
1: Exactly, and, and so and like that's all that people be wanting, and like that's all we want from ourselves a lot of the time. But people are afraid of that level of engagement. Mm-hmm. Because that's why, that's why, that's why Kendrick can come out with Good Kid, M.A.D. City and everybody in the hood fuck with it, but then come out with To Pimp a Butterfly and you know it have such mixed reviews because it's not something necessarily something that tastes familiar.
0: You
1: You know what I'm
0: saying? (laughs) I just wanna fuck. (laughs) That was shit. Exactly. (laughs) That song is cold.
1: It, and, that was, and that and that and that shit was the shit, you know right? Mean? And like, I think I think I like that. I think I like that better than I like Damn, even though yeah. Damn is the you know it's up there. But the thing the thing that made everybody gravitate towards Damn is that it had a more commercial yep. sound and that it tasted okay. familiar. So it was easier to say it's good.
0: Yep, that's it. He he did he, what the medicine that the is candy basically. That's all he did with Damn. That's he it. Was really, it.
1: Yeah. So. But that's also one of them niggas who be sounding crazy, too. he be talking about committing suicide on the album. Yeah, he, and
0: He gave you like, you know, yo, just he all, gave all you kind humble, of shit. He gave you Element, but at the same time, he gave you shit like the, uh, I forget the specific name of the song, but we got his uncle on there and he talking about how we, he, how we really Israelites and everything. So it was like, he, he snuck some stuff in there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The, the whole thing about this what God feel like, you know, but he gave it a little bounce. That's all he did
1: yeah I mean, and so and but though it was important that he did that because could you imagine something going further left than to a butterfly no like even though that's that. what a lot of people really wanted i mean like it could have but he would he would have left his audience behind yeah, absolutely
0: because that, that was the main thing and that so, people kept talking about like damn you know where else what else can he do how do you top that so that's why i still mm-hmm. like mixed reviews it's, on people saying that whether or not damn is better than to a butterfly you know the interesting the part mm-hmm. about those albums is that mm-hmm. those albums are so timeless that you can pick up and listen to this podcast like years later and be like, yeah, man, this album still go. <laughs> like for real.
1: Exactly. And cause, cause he does, he makes timeless yeah. music and it's, it's, it, it, it don't have no shelf life in real life. Like I could put on all three, I could put on all five albums like for real and just play them That's from beginning about, to end in any the order. That's what it's about. Uh, like I hate. And that really.
0: But, I mean, I was not the country, I was going to say. But this is somebody. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to, I want to keep bumping until you want I was going to say,
1: I, I was just going <laughs> to, I was, cause this is somebody whose mental health is constantly, not constantly called into question, but it's been mentioned and it's worth observing. Yeah. Just because, you know, everybody don't have the, uh, the highest opinion of a black Israelite. Exactly. Or a, or a black man who was raised, you know, in the hood, it's, and you know has.
0: It's really interesting too, and just another album I want to bring up is Fever, Black Milk's album. Like that's an interesting album to me because shout out. He's I hear the the growth. You know, what I'm saying you gotta think. I've been listening since day one, so it's like I hear the growth. Like I can go back and listen to a popular demand, right, and be like, damn, this shit is dope. It's still classic, but. The content that he got on this, though, like even here, uh, Mm I seen him on Sway and Sway started talking about True Lies and he was saying how that's one of his favorite songs on the album. And the crazy thing about True Lies is those were conversations that I literally remember sitting like in that same room with with him and, and the rest of the family, like just having these talks about religion and. And how we wouldn't, you know, they, they ain't teach us what they were supposed to be teaching us in school, like all that. So when he, you know what I'm saying? You know, you just had conversations with people or you hear artists yeah, say stuff in no, interviews, but they ain't speaking about it in their music. So it threw me for a loop when I, when mm-hmm. I caught him do that. And he's a like, teacher, teacher, something, something he lost. I don't know the lyrics fully yet, but when I heard it, I was like, oh <laughs> shit, like he really went there with it. Laugh now, cry later, like. It's interesting because that's another album that we could talk about in years later. Niggas, I'm like, damn, yo, this shit was fire. Like, you can listen to that shit and be like, damn, because it's touching so much on, like, where where, where the world is at. I don't don't even... Well, I would say the country. Where the country is at. So, like...
1: I mean, but the world, too, because you gotta remember, like, especially with the internet, that the world is just smaller off-rip anyway. But any time, like, we could be the victim of a nuclear missile... Within like twenty minutes, That's
0: anxiety or home. vice versa,
1: then, you know <laughs> you, exactly. And so and so, like imagine you know trying to go through your day to day, just going to your nine to five, or creating, or spending time with your family, or trying to have fun, and just like knowing that at any second, like your life can shit, really be changed, what, nigga, and like you powerless over it. Me- what
0: they what yeah. they said was a meteorite when that <laughs> shit hit. Nigga, I was just putting my daughter yeah. down for bed. That's- and I'm I'm just walking downstairs like, <clears throat> what the fuck was I I'm like? Oh, neighbors, <laughs> this nigga next door fooling. <laughs> like, to find out, the fucking media <laughs> man is trying to get to town or whatever some shit like that. I'm like, dog, what the fuck? And it's around that same time that mm-hmm. it was we was under, you know, under, a, well, supposedly uh, going to be under attack from a nuclear missile I'm like, dog, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's crazy. That's anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, the,
1: hey, so- the world
0: dealing with that shit.
1: And that's what I was going to say. That was going to be my next point is that a lot of people who are like in the energy work and stuff like that just feel like the, the energetic environment we in as far as like the vibes that's mm. going around. Everything is really anxious just because of the climate that we exist in with all oh, the fuck shit that's that. going on. It, I,
0: I think <laughs> I wanted to, I think that, you know what, you know what I think is, is, is interesting is that I think the people that pick up on vibes and energy the most are children and then when mm-hmm. you start becoming more of age i have never been able to pick up on energy so much now than when i was probably like in my early 20s or my teenage years dude i'm talking about certain people like i i it's certain people just like oh, man i don't I and mean, you don't know certain people, so it's like you ain't supposed to trust them off Rip anyway. But it just be certain people like, man, that vibe I get from them is just like I don't feel right about them. And they can seem like on the surface like, oh, right. they just all right. But it's like, no, I get a weird feeling about that party. They're going to have to show me, you know, otherwise, because it's like I just I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I think like it's, it's just a certain vibe. Like, OK, let's let's circle back to the fact that I was speaking about my daughter has autism. We could be out, but she picks mm-hmm. up on energy so great. Oh, prime example, okay. I ain't even to say when we'd be out, like we at the grocery store or whatnot. But we could be outside during, let's say, the summertime, and I'm mm-hmm. out there with her on and she's on her bike. Certain people in the neighborhood come by and 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 loud noises trigger her to the point where it's like, okay, like damn, why it's almost like damn, why you gotta be so fucking loud with her? She'll cry. You know what I'm saying? She's a kid, she kids you don't really know speech ain't all the way there yet so she don't really know how to express her. so she'll just kind of cry like fuck this nigga annoying like this loud shit but then certain people oh hey how y'all doing or whatever and she'll look wave back hey or, or just look and smile look at me and smile like is it okay to say hi <laughs> but then there's certain people like it's one lady across the street that always come out hey Hey, you a, you a great father. You a great dad. Just wave this older lady, whatever, but she like real, just loud, extra mm. all the fucking time. Your daughter don't fuck, with, don't her, fuck her. with her, huh? Like, she <laughs> just cry, like, she just look like, ah, oh, until we get around the block and it'd be like on her bike or whatever and be like, all right, I'm good now. And then there's some people that just come out, oh, hey, how y'all doing? You know, that's it. Like, they see us outside and she be fine. I'm like, okay. Mm. I think it, start, it starts with the children. They start picking up on those, I, I guess I'd say, wavelengths. And it's just like, hey, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> like,
1: Kids definitely be man, more hip than everybody man, else. My daughter don't fuck around with the fuck around
0: either. That's real. That's what we should get it from. That's what mm-hmm, we should learn I, it from. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the whole ass nigga. All right. You, I'm going off your end. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. That's crazy.
1: No, that's real life, though. For real.
0: Yeah, but it comes, comes with it, man.
1: And so, it definitely comes with age. I think one of the things that I'm really enjoying about getting older is, uh, you definitely pay more attention to the vibes, mm-hmm. but just like it kind of, just kind just like it kind of make you hip to the bullshit, it kind of make you more patient with it Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Because you could just kind of, you could kind of read people. You'd be like, oh, they trying to shoot a move, but they ain't really about yeah. shit. So
0: yep.
1: it's not really worth, you know, the type of reaction that I would normally give it.
0: Yep, that's real shit. You know what I that's mean? That's one hundred percent real shit. Like you can just you can pick up on certain language. Like man, they say that all the time. Don't about to do that. They bullshitting They bullshitting
1: Right.
0: But like you know now, like you know the big thing uh-huh. is like when you out and you come across niggas and, and you and you, you know y'all talk about. Oh yeah, we need to work. We need to work together. You you know now. You, it, back then it used to be a thing for me. Like certain people would tell you, like oh yo man. Yo, tag man, we need to work, man. We need to we need to get together. And they'd be like, all right, bet, bet. You get excited about it. You kind of go home, be like, yeah, man, so and so said they want to work. That's going to be dope. And then nothing ever surfaces or whatever. Now it's just like, you know, certain niggas say, all right, man, he ain't for real about it. He just, you got to show me otherwise, basically. Mm-hmm. Man, we covered a lot, man. No, not,
1: absolutely. Not, not too many topics. We, we covered man. a
0: lot. Definitely did.
1: Yeah. I- this is a good episode though, man. I'm excited to see how it turns. out. I wanna
0: out. get Hugo on because <laughs> the funny thing is mm. I was listening to the episode, he was on a connected experience, and the whole time I, uh I, 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 it was SJ. Likely it was SJ and kept laughing cause they was like he a nerd. <laughs> but it was just funny cause I'm listening to it. I'm like, <laughs> I was interested in this shit. I was interested, like, alright, what what are he talking about? Like he was like, uh yeah, I got the, the album cover cause you know, it's like these some these giants and whatever he was saying, they eat people or some shit. He was saying it was like you could tell he was just like really into that shit, and I was like, damn, they they laughing about it and they and they, and they um, but there was they was into it at the same time. But I was like, shit, he ain't the only one. I said, let them niggas get novelists on or 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 some niggas around that realm or whatever. I said, shit, me, I'm a, no, you know what I'm saying, I'm a nerd. <laughs> Most of them niggas, a lot of us are. <laughs> we like remember what I remember what I told you. Yeah. I'm doing hmm. it again. Remember what I said. The one time, the nigga, we was, was at the liquor store, I told you. But nah, no, um, when I brought it up, and I was like, I get inspiration from like certain cartoons. Like, it's if I'm watching like a cartoon that's based off of like a Marvel or DC superhero or something, or anything is just like action. As far as cartoon, I draw inspiration from that. Somehow, it's not intentional. It's not like I sit down like, let me cut this cartoon on, and let me try to think of some raps. Nah, it'd just be like you watching it. Like, I think cause it, it takes you away from um reality. I think sometimes you kinda gotta mm-hmm. go into this shit that's not reality. You kinda gotta go into that I guess I would say fantasy world. And that's where the inspiration may lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mm. think sometimes
1: it definitely, you though. might
0: cloud your brain like focusing so much on reality and trying to create around that. You can do it. But sometimes you might turn on with some shit and it just seem cloudy. Like I'll write shit and be like, I was inspired by what happened. I'm inspired by what's going on right now. But damn, it seemed cloudy because it's so the mood I was in is like it's so real. Like shit. Damn, now I gotta find a beat that ain't as cloudy. I don't want it to I don't want to just be drowned. Like you know what I'm saying, it just be dark. Like, nah. I don't like being that guy. Like I could I don't I don't want to create the dark music. I can I I cannot put it. I can speak to it. Or what's going on if it's something that's like mm-hmm. dark or something that's cloudy. But I don't need the production to be that cloudy though. You know so.
1: Well, you know what? Cause, Cause, one of the things that I wanted us to get into is like uh like different types of music that we listen to. Like as far as our mood. Oh, that but, is one uh, of the
0: topics I didn't even realize that was a segue. Uh, Man, I'm dope. Uh,
1: and then. And, and then touching, and then kind of touching back on the, uh, like the different types of coping mechanisms too. Cause it sounds like, you know, I think we already kind of touched on recording being one yeah. of those. And I know, uh, I know that like writing is one for me, but like you were saying, like you don't necessarily like creating dark stuff or you don't set out to do yeah. it. I'm the type of nigga where. I don't like some of my best shit be dark as hell, but it's not because I set out for it to be yeah. that way. It's just I kind of had to you let the darkness pass through. And I, yeah, and I, th- I think, but I think a lot of people relate to that because I don't think anybody chooses to be like, I'm just about to write a sad yeah, ass song no. or whatever. Yeah, no, that's what. Well <laughs> for sure but uh just real quick though cuz i know we are trying to wrap it up so uh, face one of my
0: this is my, sad this, is face my sad emoji. <laughs> this
1: is my this is my keep you focused yeah, on like this shit look at
0: it every time you go off topic. be sad <laughs> i like, don't no, 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 no. be sad be sad
1: <laughs> be sadder be sadder bro <laughs> but uh but cop- but coping mechanisms, though. So I know that like a couple of yours is podcasts and that that's kind of how you got into podcasting, yeah. mm-hmm. right? It's just kind of kind of using it as a way to kind of, you know, keep your brain busy, maybe relieve some anxiety, yeah. give you some other shit to think about. And that's, that's definitely cool how, uh, how you could take something that was meant to be a stress reliever and really turn it into an opportunity for yourself to, uh, to make it a regular part of your life and not just a hobby. Sure. So shout even out to a, you for a that. Lot
0: of times, and just to kind of add to <clears> it, I, sometimes I won't record just because I'm listening to podcasts and enjoying, I'm still, I'm a fan of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to fall back and be a fan yeah. in order to keep creating. Sim, this best simple mm-hmm. way I could put it. You know what I'm saying? I don't like trying to out do outdo my the the people that's in the same field as me with content. Like, oh, so and so just dropped the episode. I gotta follow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, it's like, alright, I'ma enjoy mm-hmm. this episode and another one is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I'm gonna be a fan. I'm still a fan of the mm-hmm. uh, fucking culture. I do not want to say culture, but I'm a fan of the culture, basically. May is Urban Podcast.
1: I mean it is a culture. <laughs> May is Urban Podcast of the Month. For sure. no, no doubt. Shout out to the Connected Experience oh, yeah. Podcast. <laughs> uh, I know that for me and like so, kind of something that I picked up from you is, uh, the playlist, uh, as a coping mechanism. And, and actually what I was going to say is cause I'm still trying to find out what mine are outside of like smoking weed and working. But in the meantime, uh, working is something that really Kind of helps me deal with my anxiety because it makes me feel like I'm in control of my destiny, yeah. of what I'm about to earn, of whatever is about to go down over the next couple of weeks or whatever. And so like now a part of my job description is building playlist. And I just dropped my first one for, uh, for humble uh, called High as Fuck, which is our 420 playlist. So make sure you, uh, you stream that at www.humblefly.com only can you can only stream it there but it has exclusives from Atlantic Bruiser Brigade and Keeley Ferguson hey. and hot new shit from Monica Blair so Monica uh, Blair definitely make sure you out? check that out Monica Blair got some new shit out and I'm the only one who has it so oh, man fuck
0: you for that like I used to go that. <laughs> so so make,
1: so make sure you stream that I saw but, the uh, song I love like, But I uh some j- old
0: shit, cause she ain't put out nothing in a minute well, okay I see what you're
1: doing No no that's <laughs> No, and like, and so like, that's one of the cool parts of my job too that kind of helps with my anxiety. And one of the cool things about putting together the playlist is that all the songs that you see on there are songs that I actually reached out to people like Thursday night for. And they were just like really nice enough and believed in what I do enough to just email me joints. And I had, you know, about 30 songs before the end of, before Friday afternoon.
0: I don't know if I saw myself No,
1: I think we we were talking about it, but I know you don't really do so the kanji. So. I don't smoke weed, I but th- I can't. Uh, okay.
0: Well. Y'all niggas selfish. Well, I see mean, what y- y- y'all niggas do. I <laughs> see
1: what y'all <laughs> do. But, uh, but. <laughs>
0: So, so we, anyway, don't I'm about to ma- <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't, don't, don't act like I ain't asked you. Did, you. I ain't gonna I blast you, you on your you own did, show. You did. Like. You
0: did. Okay. You did. You said. You said. You said. You said okay. And you think you got a song? I made like,
1: recommendations and, and everything. I said, I
0: said uh, probably. I think you said it. You was like maybe paper and down. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. because you ain't using mm-hmm. it. You like, then game can the agree. So I ain't using it. Sorry. <laughs> that's all
1: right yeah man i got man. a bunch, got a bunch of being, fire playlists
0: i can go listen to this. you do <laughs> you know but listen though because this is what
1: i'm gonna do for you hell <laughs> yeah, yeah you do but so i actually just started uh putting together the second one because i want to make these monthly uh and so kind of how i create stuff whether it's like a campaign for a client. Or some shit that I'm working on for myself. It's kind of like how Jim Carrey do his shit. I just kind of take what's going on in my real life and try to process it through uh through my art or through whatever it is I'm creating. And so the next playlist is going to be called Wanderlust and Coney Runs, just because that's what I like to do in the summertime. I like to wander around and go to Coney and think about what my next move is. So... (laughs) I'll put you on that one, Tag.
0: (laughs) My mind wonder, I guess. I fit perfect. I like Coney. I fit perfect on there.
1: I'm just, I'm just, no, because, and so, like, really what it's about is just, like, this is a, like, a Midwestern way of coping and really, like, a black way of coping. Like, everybody in every, everybody in every hood, you know, it's always some niggas riding around smoking drinking right. or whatever and stopping at the coney or like the that's diner or whatever it is in your hood you know what i mean and so and like honestly this is how we process a lot of our problems and you know whether whether it's healthy or unhealthy it's real you know
0: that's real that's definitely some real shit because me i i didn't realize so. that was a coping mechanism for me until like the other day while i was making a playlist i'm like because mm. you you think I have it in my mind, like okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna put this playlist together, playlist together, and it's only gonna take this much, you know, much amount of time or whatever. And you be know, gonna fuck around and look and be like, damn, all this time done passed, I'm trying to put this shit together. Cause you start finding so many songs, like mine be themed, you know what I'm saying? Like I still got the one, the mm-hmm. nice out playlist, or whatever, and I still add to it gradually or I remove some songs. But then, you know, I didn't went on the deep end. Now I'm trying to do it with videos, so. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the one I'm putting out with that about to be so fire. Like, I I was almost up late yeah. as fuck trying to put that shit together. I was like, man, I'm going to fuck around and not send this out to nobody and just be watching these videos myself. Because this shit so ill. My <laughs> my brother, look, Black Beethoven, if you're listening, you're going to lose your shit. And, and my brother's though, Like, y'all going to lose your shit when y'all see the one that I'm doing for the video. So just, I say that
1: hmm hey you gotta you gotta hurry up and put yours out so i can put mine yeah, out yeah you did i'm gonna you let did you go say first like,
0: yeah i got you first i got down. one too yep it's <laughs> all so like, okay You am mm. gonna swipe my yeah, idea I'm in just, front of me like before i even put mine out <laughs> i'm
1: just saying nigga you gotta share bro <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs>
0: didn't put me on the 421 like damn i know all the people i know that smoke weed i not
1: <laughs> it's it's all right i'm gonna put you on wander less than coney Warren. what's your favorite coney matter of fact that's gonna be one of the questions i, like I put on social chickpeas. media.
0: Is they don't always have them in the hood. Grilled chicken.
1: No. Now, what's your favorite Coney oh, meat? What's your favorite <laughs> Coney item? Like, what's your favorite Coney? Let's see. Rep your hood.
0: Shit, man. That's a lot of them. Shit. You got.
1: Man, L. George is on Joy Road and Evergreen. Was gonna what
0: up? I say L. George is like, shit, L. George is in general, low key, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I was gonna say I was,
1: No, you know everybody on the West Side like Omega. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I was gonna be typical and say like the uh you know oh shit, Lafayette America. No. Like it's like them is not the best one. Don't
1: nobody even go there except for tourists it's, it
0: really just that's all I'm about to say. That's that's really that's all it really is. Like that's just the thing to say when tourists there's niggas that fuck with it, but I mean Shit, it, it don't really make a difference to me. I got a picture somewhere. I think we was in American, and niggas was like mad. Like, oh, y'all in American, Coney. Y'all like, yeah, man, nigga, Lafayette looked kind of dirty, man. I didn't want to go in there. Shit, <laughs> 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 I was straight. <laughs> I'm good. way up. <laughs> shit, man. Hell, yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, j- definitely Joy Road and Evergreen for me, for the L. George's.
0: Shit, we covered a lot, though. Damn, I'm j- I'm looking at the time. And you,
1: yeah, we about uh, about uh, a minute. I mean, an hour and twenty. Sorry
0: for whatever Dean was eating the whole entire damn episode. This nigga was chewing and never swallowed what he was eating. This nigga, it
1: was a pe- it was a piece of gum. After a S- while, I'm sorry. You can I can either that
0: or Slim Jim. <laughs> this <nigga was> like, <laughs> Snap it to a Slim Jim. Was a Slim Jim entire, or, or a ginseng stick or whatever. My cousin just always had them shits.
1: Alright, sure. <laughs> I have better etiquette next time, damn. y'all. My bad. Thanks for listening now, everybody.
0: God <laughs> nah, shit, you good. The fucking podcast i y'all know who y'all are. The podcast episodes I had to listen to when niggas eating and chewing and you can hear them drinking and swallowing, they drink and drinking shit on the podcast. You you probably good money. Ice clinking yeah, in the yeah, background you good and shit. Money. <laughs> for real. But hey, we ain't doing uh, it in the beginning. Drop your socials bet, where they damn. can find you at. Starting with Twitter, since you hardly be on there.
1: Oh, that's oh, that's a bet. So I have taken my talents back to Twitter, and you can follow me at ArtDealerDean, A-R-T-D-E-A-L-E-R-D-E-A-N. It's going to be the same thing for Instagram, except it's art.dealer.dean. Follow me. I'll be talking a lot of shit. I'll also be taking a lot of pictures with a lot of rappers and your favorite people from around Detroit. Also, also, also make sure you follow Fly. And visit www.humblefly.com for the latest in Detroit entertainment and uh, the latest music from Detroit and beyond.
0: There it is. And then you got me. I guess I got to drop the the, the label ones first. LABL Music on Twitter. LABL Music on Instagram. Lead and Be Legendary on Facebook. As far as myself, you got at name tag ALXNDR on Twitter. And it's at name tag Alexander on Instagram. And the name tag, Alexander Facebook uh, fan page, as well, because I deleted the Facebook app from my personal page. So don't be uh, don't fuck with me on there. I'll let you know if I'm back on there. Just hit me on the messenger if you really need me. But uh, yeah, man, That's pretty much it. I'm working on new music, so just expect some new shit coming real, real soon. I know it sounds cliche, but people that know me know that I'm working. I ain't really just trying to rush nothing out there. Taking my time, get y'all some quality. That uh, felt real natural the way that I said it. So up. Uh, I ain't gonna add nothing extra to it and fuck it up. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. We out.